welcome to the Everything Considered podcast. I'm your host, April, and today I'm just going to do a little solo cast. It's titled, You Still Have to Do Your Laundry, Skillfully Navigating Through Chaos. So this morning I was catching up with a friend. She is one of the rare individuals that doesn't hesitate to go deep into the rabbit hole with me, which is nice because that is where I reside a good deal of the time. We both have dealt with a lot of personal and difficult circumstances in the last few years, but everyone to some degree has. For many people, the chaos we have all been experiencing, COVID, government corruption, coercion, propaganda and control, corporate greed, cruelty, hatred, being canceled for speaking your truth and our current bankers wars are a relatively new experience. Not because any of those things are new, they are not, but because they are just beginning to see what has always been there. The term waking up, whilst a bit cliche, is accurate. Once you have seen, there is no unseen. The tendency to freeze or fawn when in shock is a common experience. I look around and I see a lot of paralyzed individuals. I understand it. And I sympathize, but I also know that fawning or freezing is not conducive for healing, growth, or survival. I know this from experience. For my friend and myself, chaos is nothing new for either of us. We both grew up in it. We grew up in dysfunctional, abusive homes with little predictability. One day, that thing you said was okay. And the next day, it got you shoved into a wall or having something thrown at you. When one grows up that way, they develop extreme hypervigilance, learning to read the room carefully for the next sign of trouble. And for those that survive such situations, they become very good at reading a room. In my early adult years, I thrived in chaos. I worked in emergency rooms. The evenings with the most action, tragedy, violence, heartbreak, loss, and insanity felt familiar to me even strangely comforting. So familiar that for over a decade, I confused a calling with what was familiar. I did this until one day I didn't. I couldn't anymore. As I awoke and began to heal, I developed a distaste for chaos. As I learned more about my own shadow patterns, I began to make better choices about what I would and would not digest in this life, at least as much as I could. This process has spanned decades. But there comes a point or points in our lives when chaos finds us, and there's no denying it's there. It just moves in unannounced. And what do you do then? Well, you do your laundry. Yes, you heard me. You do your laundry and anything else that needs to be done. Well, why not just curl up in a ball and give up? Well, you certainly have that choice, but I can tell you that doesn't lead anywhere good and it rarely ends well. So do your laundry, make your bed, do your dishes, go for a walk, go to work, go to the store, run your errands, do all the things you complain about and don't want to do. Do the boring things. Do these things because mundane, boring demands of life become a life preserver in the often rough, chaotic, unpredictable waters of life. 
Doing these things will ground you. They might even save you. They will give you a reason to keep putting one foot in front of the other until you reach a better destination. That's pretty much all I have to say today. So do your laundry. Namaste. See you next time.